How to Create a Glitch Monologue Season 33 Chapter 4 This is Season 33 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues Episode 4. In this episode, we will be analyzing multiplicity from the dimension of time. Now, when one witnesses multiplicity as an overlay of multiple narratives on a single visual field, it is possible to perceive that periodic movements, associated with segmented gestures, intermingle in multiple interwoven narratives. The expressed action, that is the base expression of the actor, is usually some mundane conversation, something contextual, suited for that particular moment in time, and the associations between those actors. But, the higher narratives will represent the actor's reactive thoughts, that is, their dialectical thoughts to a series of impulses which correspond to a time delay. For example, the second level, that is the one above the mundane, will be their reactions to your inner thoughts, your impulses of the last 16 hours. The next highest level of multiplicity will be those corresponding to the last 24 hours. The length of time associated with each level is approximated by the various cycles of bodily rhythm, which is to say that the time delay associated with their reactive emotionality, their dialectical response to your non-consensuality, that is your unexpressed impulses, is created by each cycle of rhythm. And each level corresponds to an expressive action pursuant to a gesture or movement, segmented in time. According to the archetypes you select to act upon, those which reduce you to a predictable state, those you make part of your self-attributions, your stream of experience will follow a given consensuality. Which is to say, to the extent that archetype denotes inhibition of other impulses, those impulses will be appropriated. Now, whether they are appropriated by an alter in a conjoined consensuality or a dissonant one, depends upon whether you have shirked integration. For example, supposing that you remember spending the last six months in virtual isolation. Suppose, you made this choice to save money for a trip. That six months, will be in a dissonant consensuality to the extent that it represents a negation of many impulses. But if you have shirked integration, it will be in a conjoined consensuality, which means, that the reality that others will remember will accord with those inhibited impulses, expressed. In effect, you have been living a life of self-restraint in dissonance. In other words, your choice to inhibit those impulses for a time was a fruitless one, in the sense that you lost the memories associated with all their expression to the appropriation of an altar. Now, in the episode before last, we talked about how generalizations work, they create dissonant consensualities for the other. But, if one absorbs oneself in experience which negates those generalizations, one can dissipate their non-contextual depersonalization. Finally, we talked in the complete series about how the space around your body which allows you to impose a non-consensuality upon another, that is, within a non-consensual space, you can substitute and displace their impulses. What we neglected to mention is that for some this non-consensuality is a space of receptivity as opposed to one of the projection of intention. The projection of intention is associated with the tonic, a kind of penetrative space. The receptive space is associated with the dominant. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment and subscribe.